What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. It's Friday. I uh, hope everyone had a great week. I know we just talked yesterday. Um, but, yeah, still, uh, all all same applies. I hope everyone had a great week. I uh, hope everyone's ready to go into the weekend. Um, I got deer hunting. That's all I'm doing this weekend. I got I to gotta kill something this weekend. Uh, so I might be done for the season. I don't know. It's starting to get cold up here. Um little heat wave coming in i guess but uh the leaves are falling it's it's it's, it's nice up here in upstate new york but uh the writing's on the wall <laughs> the winter is coming so uh getting ready for that um but hopefully we'll get some more fishing in i know i know some people are out there getting getting after it so uh make sure you guys are tagging me let me know what's going on um got nothing coming up really that i can think of besides the tournament of champions um so, yeah, if you got any tournaments coming up or whatever, let me know. Uh, love to hear about it. Um, any cool adventures, love to hear about that as well. But uh, if you're just drinking beer and catching fish, I'd like to hear about that too. So, But uh, we're going to jump right into this because this is the uh, third episode I'm posting this week. So, uh, obviously, check out my supporters, Dark, or <laughs> check out my supporter, X-Zone Lures, uh, for plastics, uh, capital D, capital W. 15 get yourself a discount uh then outdoorsman coffee uh dark waters 15 check them out um but yeah so my next guest is uh is uh the, the kbf national championship my friend uh matt conant uh had the pleasure of meeting him uh back in february at the sandy cooper i stayed in the house with him and Derek brundle and rob p and uh great guy uh but it's crazy back then he was sleeping on the couch uh, the rest of us are sleeping in bed, so I imagine now he, he gets to decide what bed and what room he gets to sleep in. So, uh, I mean, he had, a, had an incredible year, um, came out of nowhere, uh, won the national champion, the, the Cripple Crown. He's the first Triple Crown champion, uh, rookie of the year. Uh, it's an incredible season. Uh, had a life-changing season. But uh, it was cool to talk to him. You know, I had, you know, I've said it before. I asked him to come on the show like back in like March or April or some shit like that, and he said no. Uh, let me do some shit that's worth talking about. So he's the national championship, national champion that's worth talking about. So, uh, but yeah, it's cool, man. I love love my Massachusetts guys. Uh, good friends with a bunch of them. Uh, actually, you know, good friends with everyone up here in the Northeast. We got a good thing up here. We got a lot of great anglers. Uh, really looking forward to next season. Um, we got a lot of shit coming up here in the Northeast. Uh, different trail series. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. So hopefully we won't be doing too much traveling next year. It can stay a little bit you know, a little bit around here. So But yeah, that's about it, guys. Uh, make sure you check out Slay Nation. Um, small boat tournament series. They now have a kayak series. You know, turn oh yeah, kayak tournament series. Make sure you check it out. Um, maybe they got got something near you. Most of what I see now is up here in the northeast. I'm running the uh, upstate New York one, and they got a few other ones up here. So uh, make sure you check it out. That's gonna be a good time. Um, something different than, uh, you know, all the big national events coming on. So, uh, check it out, but I'm rambling too much. Um, as always guys, thanks for listening. Um, and we'll talk to you again soon. Ciao. What's up, Matt? Welcome to the show, finally. Yeah, what's up, brother? Good. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, I've been talking about you, you know, the last few days because uh, obviously you did something special. But I remember, uh, you know, I met you uh, South Carolina at the Santa Cooper. I stayed at the same house with you, Derek, and uh, and Rob. And uh, you know, I remember uh, talking to you like a few days after because you you were like top ten at that at that tournament. And I was like, hey, you want to come on the show? You're like, nah, not until I do something that's worth talking about. And then a whole year goes by, and you finally did. And I, I guess winning a national championship or being the first uh, triple crown champ or whatever you want to call it. But uh, I guess that finally made you special enough to come on my show. Yeah, hell yeah, man. You know, I wanted to make the first time a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. What a, what a crazy year you've had. Uh, but uh, first off, let me thank you. I know I – know, uh, all the other podcast nerds have wanted to talk to you the last few days and you've been on about every single one of them. So I know you've been busy. So, you know, I appreciate you uh, giving me a little bit of your time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yes. Stick to my word. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You definitely did. Uh, so uh, once you just like, you've, you've had to do this probably like three or four times now, but if you don't mind, you just kind of introduce yourself just real quick, who you are, you know, what you do for a living, like all that weird shit. I'm a carpenter, uh, New England boy, you know, from Massachusetts. Yeah, you don't sound, you don't sound, you don't sound, like, you don't sound like, you don't sound like you're from, you don't sound like you're from Massachusetts at all, dude. No. Yeah. I don't have any of that accent, do I? Uh, no, not, not at all, I, I, I was wondering what they were talking about in Alabama while we were down there. They kept saying stuff, but I yeah. couldn't figure it out. You ain't from around here, are you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So go ahead, finish your introduction. Yeah, man, you know, I'm just an everyday guy who likes to hunt and fish and likes the outdoors and, you know, go to work Monday through Friday. That's about it, dude. That's Whole it, man. That's your Whole national champion. Yeah. That's your national, national champion, national people. Champion. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, so how'd you get into uh, fishing? Like, obviously, you've been doing it a while. I don't imagine you win a national championship just learning this year. Uh, so, you know, what, what, what's been your path all the way to this kayak that you fish in uh, now? Chip, man, I was like, I don't know, I was a middle child, so I had two younger sisters and two older brothers when I was younger. My older brothers didn't want to hang out, so. Yeah. And I didn't want to hang out with my younger sisters, so I lived on a river, and what else are you going to do? I went down there and started fishing and just took off from there. I literally used to walk down there, and I'd stay down there until I heard the dinner bell ringing half a mile up the street. Yeah. That's how long ago that was, you know, when you used to go out and play all day and then. That's when you went home and you heard the dinner bell ringing. Yeah. So, so, but I mean, that's that's really what got me into. It. I just always had a passion for fishing, and then, you know, once I got old, middle school, met up with some other guys that had that same passion, and just took off from there. Been yeah. fishing my whole life, basically. Now, did you ever spend time in the uh, the big boats? No, no, no. I didn't spend any time in the big boats. So was just a bank fisherman? What's that? Just a bank fisherman or a John Boat guy? Ah, yeah, John Boat, bank, okay. canoe, you know, whatever it took to get out there. Right, right. Okay, so you know, getting the kayak this year wasn't your first time fishing on a boat is what I'm getting at. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been, I've been around the block a little bit, but right. you know, not not competitively, as I would right. say, as, as it is like this year. So. Yeah. What, what made you decide to go to jump into the kayak world? I, well, you know, like everybody knows, you know, my buddy Derek got into it, and you know, that that was my biggest influence, just watching them dudes fish around. You know, I still ran the John boats and the local tourneys and stuff, and all them guys were in kayaks, so I yeah. just seen how much easier it was for them, and 
I said I'd never do it, but I did. They finally convinced <laughs> me, and it just took off from there. Well, how long have you known Derek Brundle? Ah, oh, shit, man. 30 years, probably. I'm not even going to ask. How old are you guys? <laughs> I'm 44. So. Okay, not that bad, not that bad. Same age. We graduated same time, but it was like our town was split north and south, so my area of town was like right on the line, and I had older brothers that were in high school at the time, so they actually split the schools then, and I had the choice, but so geographically I could go to either, but I ended up going to the, the other school, so I had a lot of friends that were on that south side, so even though I was on the north side, I, I knew a lot of guys down there. Now, have you guys been fishing buddies, buddies for a long time? What's that? You guys been fishing buddies for a while? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Since, you know, we started fishing probably back in high school together. We had a mutual friend, a buddy of mine, John, that we lost back a few years back due to cancer. But, you know, that was our first. That's what connected us. And then uh, it just took off from there. You know, we used to meet down. I used to go down the river and just get dropped off there. And all the other guys parents and they just dropped them off down there and there'd be a pack of us on the bridge just fishing i remember we'd fish with shinies you'd get a little tiny shrimp hook put a little ball of bread right on the tip of it and cast it out catch your live bait and then you take it and you throw it right underneath the bridge we're fishing and it was like wham three four or five pounders on the regular we used to baffle people eight-year-old kids down there pulling four pounders out from underneath the bridge yeah, it's, it's crazy oh yeah so how did he convince you to uh, to? I mean, because first off, I mean, like it's not like you're really competing that much in the past. Maybe a few uh, John Boat tournaments, but uh, you know, how, how do you make this uh, this this? Because I mean, it's a crazy world, the kayak fishing world. Like it's uh, they got big tournaments, you know, big money grabs and all kinds of shit. Uh, how did he convince you to come into it? Uh, I mean, I I like to compete, and then once I saw like the competitive side of it, I, I rode dirt bikes for years, and then. I kind of went off of the fishing side, the side of it all, and you know, when you when you dirt bike racing, that's like full-time commitment, like this kayak fishing is. So, right. I haven't ridden the dirt bikes. I said, you know, once you hit 40, riding dirt bikes don't really go together. So, <laughs> I started slowing down on that side, and then Derek came back into town, and he he did get a big boat. We did some big boat tournaments, and I was on the back, and then we started going for the John boats, and he got in the kayak, and then. You know, and he just started immediately killing it in the kayaks. And he was like, dude, you got to come with me next year, dude. We'll, we'll get on this. We'll kill it. It'll be awesome. So I was yeah. like, dude, I'm all about it. After seeing his success, I was like, man, that's, that's pretty cool. And the amount of people that showed up and the size of the tournaments and, and the traveling. And he's telling me he's fishing all these lakes I used to grow up watching ESPN, you know what I mean? Watching all those right. guys and stuff, and they're talking about all these lakes, and now I'm able to actually go and fish them, so. Yeah, it went money off them. me, big time. Yeah. What do you think, you know, because both of you guys, like, I mean, I met, it's crazy. Like, I, I'm really sick of meeting all you mass guys. I really am, because every time I meet you guys, you end up being, like, angler of the year or rookie of the year. <laughs> national. I swear to God, like, I met Derek Brundle. I told a story, you know, bunch of times this pocket but i met Derek brundle like last year early in the season at uh lake george uh him and rob showed up it's you know some boat launch and rob recognized me from instagram and you know we started talking and had no idea who Derek was it was his first like kbf event 
you know, so, you know, we became friends and had no idea that he was going to be, you know, angler of the year, you know, placing top or not angler, uh, rookie of the year, placing like really high at every tournament, uh, you know, was really close to being, well, he was successful at the 10. You were down there and saw that. I mean, yeah. like the guy, the, the guy was a star, like, like no one knew who he was. And then, um, you know, a few months later, everyone knows who he is, you know, same well, thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I meet you, you're just some random guy that the guys brought down and I'm like, yeah. And we stay in the house together. And it's like, Everyone's like, hey, this guy's going to be – he's, he's going to do some big things here. He's the next – he's a stick. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, now you're the national champion. It's like, it's like who, who, who am I going to meet next year that you guys are going to bring around and say this is the guy? I mean, like, you guys you guys are pretty goddamn consistent with, uh, you know, with doing some pretty epic shit these days. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, – uh, I definitely didn't see it turning out, turning out <laughs> like this, man. I was just coming out to compete and – and see how I stood up against these. Two. I seen how well he did, you know. And you know, Derek, he's he's a serious fisherman, dude. So he I is. look up to him as a fisherman. And you know, I, I when when I go out there and we're fishing together, I, I kind of I compete my own head against him. You see him go over there, dude. He'll pull up to you and pick up three or four right next to you, and you're like, been over there for 15, 20 minutes casting. It's you know, it's yeah. Sometimes it's half ridiculous. So. Just, well, you know, it, it's kind of cool, though, because, I mean, you two grew up together. Um, yeah. And so I, I, you know, I'm really curious, like, what do you th- guys think you did growing up that really, like, made you prepare to be, like, successful in in this in this part of the sport? Uh, man, just getting after it, you know, time on the water, dude. I mean, he, he did a lot of fishing with his old man. His old man's, dude, his old man's unbelievable. We're up there ice fishing one year, dude, with him up in Maine, uh, up in Vermont, where he lives in. Me, Derek, and his brother and his brother were out there for like six hours, dude. We caught one laker, and his old man shows up, dude, and he's got four lakers in the in the ice hut before in like twenty minutes. So it's in his blood, dude. You know, yeah, just in his blood. It just when it comes natural to you like that, it's kind of effortless to be good, but not effortless. But you still got to put the hard work in. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the hard work's got to be the um, you know, obviously. The, pra- the practice, you know, the pre-fishing, yeah. you know, everything leading up to the event, like, you know, it's, you know, like even like my, my few, you know, my, my, my three, four years in the sport, like the things I've gotten better at is looking at a map, understanding what I'm looking at and then, yeah. you know, and, 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 and how it relates to the water and obviously knowing like, you know, how certain weather conditions are going to, you know, need to be fished, uh, water quality, all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's something about Derek that, that, that kind of intrigued me was like his ability to like do like to do the offshore fishing. Um, that's that's something I'm really trying to hammer in uh in these next this next season. I was gonna do it this season, but I got I got lazy. Um, so oh, I, I, it's I, tough, man. It, it's easy to just get discouraged out there. That's for sure. He's he's got some skills when it comes to offshore, dude. He's 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 fished all around the country. He's lived all around the country, man. You know he's. He's experienced every condition, and you know he he just gets stuff dialed in, dude. That's that's what I like seeing and fishing around him, dude. You just tend up tend to pick up on them skills a little bit, and you see some things that you're doing wrong that he's doing right, and you know I just I just try to build off what I see. I look up to him big time as far as a fisherman. Well, what's kind of your what's kind of your your place to go? I know I know Derek can fish anywhere. I know that. I mean. Yeah. You know, I, I fish enough tournaments to know that if he needs to fish shallow, he can fish shallow. If he, but he prefers to go deep. He prefers to go to those offshore sites and and hit those areas that, you know, he can find that reproduce or uh, 
the recycle fish and things like that. What, what's kind of what's kind of your strip? What's kind of your go-to? Um, I, I've never fished. I've only fished one tournament with you, and we don't we, we didn't fish anywhere near each other. So I, I don't really know how you. Yeah, I, I prefer to fish shallow. You know, what I mean, it's definitely not easier, but it's it's it suits my style a little bit more. Like when we went up to Lake George, all them guys ran offshore, and I stayed inshore and fished in eight, ten feet. Did a lot of dock fishing and stuff like that. Paid off for one day, but I think I just burned up the fish in my area in that one day. A lot of them were just local fish that lived there, you know what I mean? So right. I got there and practiced and did pretty good. And then I got the one good day out of it at the beginning and it died off. But, you know, I, I prefer to fish inside. I, I need to, you know, sharpen the pencil a little bit on that offshore fishing myself as well. Yeah, you think that's kind of what, you think that's kind of what was your advantage probably going down to like uh, to like Gunnersville and like even like the yeah. Sandy Cooper like I mean those yeah. I mean you, you really couldn't find much deep water at either one of those like when I was Sandy Cooper you couldn't find any deep water really I mean 12 15 feet maybe but uh, right. it was a tough it was a tough bite down there uh, but you but you guys seem to find them shallow which, which is the place I didn't think they were gonna be yeah i mean sandy cooper i just kind of got lucky down there and came across a a school i got all my fish in like a a 50 100 yard stretch in that morning and then i went back and i hit it again and i got two more i missed a couple fish down i didn't even get a limit down there in sandy cooper so i mean i was was discouraged but a lot of guys didn't get limits so i was fortunate enough to hook one good one down there and kind of made the difference of having four small ones i Three small yeah. ones and a good one, so it really bumped me up. Yeah. Well, how did you think this season? Um, I mean, I don't like. I mean, you got to fish a lot of new bodies of water. Um, yeah. You know, how do you think they kind of like? I mean, you did great too. I mean, I mean, you, you qualified for a bunch of things. You obviously won the national championship. Uh, but how do you think like, like you know fishing these different bodies of water? Like, kind of like what was the experience and like kind of how it shaped you because. This is going to be something you do now. Like you're going to be like you're you're a star in the sport. Like you almost have to compete next year because you got a title to defend. So it's like you know how do these uh, you know going down to like Alabama or going down to Florida or uh, South Carolina? How, like what'd you learn? Like how do you feel about all that? I learned a lot of stuff just on like especially down Florida, man. Like I learned for down there how quick the fish move in and out down there. Like it's a big difference. We had one day where. Uh, you know, the temps are cooling off a little bit, and they'd get up to 70, the water temp, and then overnight it'd cool down another 5, 6 degrees, and then, you know, the fish weren't moving in, but we had one good night down there where it stayed warm, and the water temp didn't drop overnight, so when that started picking up that next day, and it was, like, totally noticeable how, how much fish move in. You know, here, fish moves in where you get a, a couple of fish that move up on the bank, down there it's you got schools of fish moving in right so i'm picking up on stuff like that and just different vegetations that they like like i can't wait to go back to all these spots that we fish this year next year like the susquehanna and down to sandy if we go down there again and Florida, i can't wait to get back to florida for that 10 house that's it that's going to be sick so we got yeah. some good spots down there we're going to go back and all that old intel, you know what I mean? You just recycle that stuff and it gives you somewhere to start. Down there, we got to go down there and just hit it. Now we got somewhere to at least start. Yeah, yeah you know, I was wondering that too. Like, if you're going to do this sport, because, you know, guys like us, we can't go down to uh, Gunnersville or Kentucky Lake 
or all these other places like we can't go down there a lot like right. okay, unless i'm going down there i'm going down there for a specific reason like the fish a tournament or something i'm probably not, never, never, not, not gonna go to those lakes um so i wonder like you know like t- to really get good at the sport to really like uh you know kind of do what you know what you know you know uh cody milton and russ Snyder and all those guys do i mean for one they live close to those areas but they also they fish those lakes a oh, lot yeah, a, a lot yeah. of the years too you know what i mean because like once you figure it out or once you go down there and you can slowly even if you fish it you know once every year but you do it you've done it for like two to six years or whatever of going down there and fishing a tournament there you kind of get to know like some of the spots and some of the areas that you, you know that you can come back next year to go to and then you can kind of start building like a playbook almost like of your season like when you go back down to like the Santa Cooper next if we go to Santa Cooper next year you done fished it once and you kind of know where to go yeah. where not to go and it also there's going to be like subtle changes from year to year but I mean that's almost kind of how you and great you had a great year but still like, you would even probably admit that like to, to stay successful and to uh to keep growing in the sport you got to fish all those tournaments over and over again because you got to learn those lakes and you, you got to have a playbook for just like everyone else who, who's who he's winning those events they gotta have a playbook for it yeah, no doubt. You know, no doubt. It's a, it's a long-term investment. That's the way I see it. You know, each year we, we'll get more experience on these lakes. And, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, like, two, three years, four years from now when, you know, we got multiple spots and I've been to the same lake three, four times and I've fished north end, south end type deal. You know what I mean? Right. Like down in Florida, there's, like, six different lakes you could fish. So, yeah. You know, I mean, all these, like you said, a lot of these guys are – from those regions and they, they get to fish these spots. So it makes you feel even that much better if you can be somewhat competitive at times with these dudes and when, when you travel to their waters and stuff. So, yeah. well, I mean, did it, did it change you, your fish, you know, cause like one thing that I, I do know is that like up here in New York, it's a little bit different than going down South just, just cause you know, we're deep, we got deeper, cooler waters up here. Our spring's yep. different. Um, and so I don't really see like, the difference with the fish as much like i mean i throw a chatterbait here or i throw a chatterbait down there they still bite did you, did you see like anything that really changed your style of fishing as you were doing all this traveling yeah i mean the, probably the biggest thing was to, that i started adjusting slowing down like if i caught a fish up here you know i'd keep running the bank i might turn around and run back but you know it seems like in these these bigger lakes where there's like legitimate schools of fish and you know, you got fish you can work on, you, you get one, and you slow down, you might get another one, or you might might get a handful, so. Yeah. And that's that's just one of the biggest things in my own head that I've picked up. Like, once you find something, you got to slow down a little bit and really pick it apart down there. And, you know, even if it takes an hour beating up the same ground, it's it's worth it if you can get that, that one good bite out of it. Right, right. Instead of right. just moving on and missing stuff. Yeah. Well, how, how important... Because this is, this, I would imagine this is very important because, like we said, we're from the Northeast and we don't go down to those lakes that much. And most of these bodies of water are probably the first time you've ever been on them. Um, how important was the uh, the pre-fishing to you? Um, and how, how important do you think it's going to be in the future now? Oh, it was huge. I mean, I went to one creek down there and I fished for a day and, and caught nothing. And I was like, oh, man, well, this isn't. I went, I went down there to Alabama thinking we'd be throwing frogs and punching mats the whole time and it kind of didn't work out to be like that I, so 
you know, I, I kind of had to abandon that, but, you know, we are going down there and catching the same fish. So, this, you know, this subtle stuff that you got to change, but, you know, for the most part, you know, it's just putting the time in, figuring it out. I covered yeah. a lot of, lot of water down there. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, you guys were down there for like a week, right? Yeah, like, five days, five days. If Like before all summer, we're getting like two days of free fishing in, and then this time we got five, six days in. And yeah. I think that made a huge difference. Well, I mean, it, I think it does. Because, like, the one thing I remember uh, when we were down in uh, South Carolina at the Santee was that uh, we all struggled, uh, like, just those first two days. Uh, in fact, I didn't have a plan at all come game day just because it was just it was tough fishing. Um, yeah. And, like, at that time, I'm like, man, like, how much – because, I mean, when you look at those things, like, like you're you're investing, like, a lot of your money into the, the, the sport. Like, you're putting in – you know, the, the, the $100 for the entry fee, the uh, the money to get down there, the money to stay down there, the money to eat, the money to get back home. And so you, you, you're you going down there to try to win that shit back. You know, like, you got to set yourself up for success. And sometimes I wonder, it's like, how much time do you really need to pre-fish? Because, like, the two days we were down at the Santee just didn't feel like enough. Like, I needed, like, another two days to really try to figure something out because it was such a, it was such a tough bite down there. Oh, yeah, I mean – like if it's a tough bite and you only got two days and one day you don't even get a bite and then the next day you get one bite it's like now now what do i do <laughs> right so it, it it was definitely key to go down here to alabama and get that five six days and especially yeah. being a three-day tournament you know what i mean like right i ended up fishing the same spot all three days and each day i my my bag went up each day so i was more than happy about that. I, I had one guy in there on uh, the second day that was fishing in where I was, and I was kind of sweating it in the morning, but <laughs> the dude gave me mad respect. I was talking to him at the ramp early in the morning and on the second day, and he was like, was that you I seen up in there? And I told him, y'all, yeah, I was, I'm was. i in third place, you know, and battling for the, for the NC, and dude was mad cool. I wish I got his name from him, but Dude, he sat on the bank in a hundred yard stretch. He's like, Will you see me that day at the end of the day? That's where I'm gonna go and I'm gonna stay there. That dude stayed and worked this hundred yard stretch of bank all day long. Didn't didn't come off of that. I fished around him, I'd come down and then loop back outside of him and then get back to the shore and fish around him. So I That's wish cool. I did get that guy's name because he did give me some mad respect when he's like, you know, I'm not in this butt, so if you got a fighting chance then I'll give you some room. Right, that's awesome. That was awesome. That's, that's down really... there, dude, I pulled in there my second morning, and there was four bass boats and him on my spot. Oh, so I was no. like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then the fog cleared, and one more came in, so I was like, but they ended up all leaving, and I got fish, so I was pumped. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you know, like, fish, dude, that's a lot of, because they're just the three days that I usually do it for a tournament. In three days, I'm exhausted. You yeah, know, I get home. Like I don't want to do shit. I don't even want to touch a pole. Right? You know, like it's just I'm I'm, I'm done. How are you feeling? Like after that many days of fishing, and then going, then starting your tournament to do three more days of fishing. I mean, did you, at any point you're like, man, I'm so sick of fishing right now. <laughs> oh hell no, dude. I I love it, dude. I love it. I was ready to her up at like two o'clock in the morning every day because there's three of us, one vehicle, we're dropping Rob off. And yeah. I drop him off, or he drops me off, and then continues to wherever we're going. So it's it's I love it, dude. It's a grind. When we go down there, it's it's all business, dude. You're either fishing or eating dinner and sleeping. Those are yeah, the three yeah. things you do. So 
Yeah, like no one, no one drank beer with me when I was down there with you guys at the same time. Yeah, 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 you've seen that, dude. I, you know, it's it's all business when it comes to the tourney time. I like having a good time, and actually being down there that long allowed us to do that a little bit. Rob took one day off because he, he was kind of burnt out. You know, he hadn't been on the scene for a little while, so after right. he fished four days straight, he was kind of beat up and took a day off. But yeah. that's that's the one good thing about having the five days, too. Yeah. So what was your uh, – we'll get actually into the national championship a little bit. Um, wh- you know, before you got there, what were you thinking about that, you know, for that you know, that body of water? You know, were you looking at the mass? Were there certain areas that you wanted to target? Like, uh, how, how did you want to fish the lake? Or what was the, the actual plan going down there before you actually um, got the time on the water? Well, I wanted, I wanted to go down and junk fish. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, pitch jigs, punch mats, and throw frogs, basically, but – I didn't do it. I didn't end up doing any of them. So I was kind of taken back. And after the first day, I was like, "Oh, we got to shift gears here." Right. It just, it just was. Was it? Was it kind of a? Was it, was it a fall bite where they just schooled up and you're throwing jerk baits or chatter? You know, what were they doing? Uh, they were kind of piled up, weed lines, weed edges. You know, what I mean, I, I kind of had an awesome scenario where I where I fished. Uh, they dropped that water. Yeah. And then it pulled out some of the mat that was up up creeking me, and I think that put the mat up creeking me was jammed with bait. I paddled up there through the shit, and it was like, you know, solid top to bottom, nothing like you'd really want to fish. And but it was loaded with bait, so I, I knew the bass were in there, but it was just so much water and just giant mat. It was, yeah. After fishing for four hours without getting a, a single hit punching, it's kind of I'm like, dude, I, I gotta go find them somewhere else. But right. I think I think the water dropped and it pulled a lot of the bait out from way up there and it pulled a lot of the mat. So I did see a lot more bait come open in the morning of the tournament. So I was kind of excited about that. And then it was, was kind of right on from the very beginning. Yeah. Did you did you have did you feel like you had a pretty solid plan going into to uh, day one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I felt as though I was gonna get an, a limit, but mm-hmm. I didn't have. I didn't have a limit for the first three days there. I got a limit because I kind of like slowed down and started checking the spots that I was going to choose to make sure there was something decent there and I could get a limit a couple few days before the tournament. So the five days we pre-fished because Tuesday we didn't really pre-fish. I just drove around, killed some time out there and checked some other spots. Maybe that could be like the third plan C or plan D, whatever, and and uh, yeah, I mean, once I once I slowed down a little bit, I picked up a couple limits on the two days before the tournament. And that that built up my confidence a little bit. I got up to like 85 inches, and it seemed like everybody was kind of struggling. It wasn't. I got like an 18 and three quarter one day pre-fishing. That was I think that was my biggest fish pre-fishing. Yeah, and that, so. that's yeah. I didn't hear much of big fish being caught, so I was kind of confident if I could hit 85, I'd I'd be doing all right. I'd yeah. For myself, I mean, I went down there looking for the rookie of the year. That's that right. was my main focus, dude. I even told them, dudes, NC. If I, I'll take care of the NC if I make it to day three. That's when I'll start worrying about the NC. I was, I was trying to get up and get that rookie of the year and maybe get into the ten house. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, three days, that's a lot of, that's a lot of time. Like, you know, for one, you got to make it to day three. Yeah. Was there like, was it ever like, uh, 
like just was there any like nerves or anything playing with you? Like, because I mean, it's it, it, it's so different than like a one day tournament. Like, it's you got to perform well like three days, two days you got to perform well just to make it to the third day. Yeah. I mean, did, did that bug you at all? Was it like, uh, was it you know like did it did it cause you to maybe like, oh, I just need to get limit or or were you out there looking for like you know game winning fish? Yeah, well, I, I primarily, first, I just focused on getting a limit. You know what I mean? Like I said, I I wasn't even – it probably kind of worked out for me because I didn't even think about it, but day three, I was just so focused on getting first two days of good fishing that, you know, if I was going to beat the hell out of my spots and there wasn't going to be anything there the third day, then it is what it was, and I was just – fishing for those first two days and then i'd worry about the third once i got there so i mean i was right. a little nervous going in the third i the third day i i had a bigger bag my second day so that was the one positive thing about it and it really i caught probably just as many fish so and then the, the second day too at the end of the day i had a whole school come up and i hammered them for a good good time at the end so i was like that was the first school i seen in my area and I kind of built my confidence up a little bit more for the uh, the third day, knowing that there are definitely a bunch of fish around, and yeah, I felt now, are, good coming back. Are you one of the? Were you checking the rankings the whole time and making seeing where you were placed, or are you are you the kind of guy that just 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 oh, grinds? Well, I, I look at them. I look at them <laughs> to see where I'm at. You know, I, yeah. I just want to know. It probably probably isn't a good thing, but I don't want to get too relaxed at the same time. So I got to look. Right. To know if I gotta make a move or if I just gotta keep grinding. If nobody's catching fish, then I'd be more wrapped up. The bite was slow, just to yeah. keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? But you yeah, see, dude, start slapping them. You know you gotta. Yeah, because if you want to win, like at some point you might have to make a hell mary or something yeah. like that to go try to find big fish. I mean, you can't just catching limits great, but it, it, it's not gonna win you. Like if, if someone's up there putting 20 inch fish, you might have to go do a. Uh, you know, a Hail Mary yeah. or something, go out there and, and get after it, right? Yeah, I mean, I made two mistakes during the tournament. Day one, like, <clears throat> I really didn't pound my spot, so come 10 o'clock, 10.30, it really died off. And then I had one other spot where it seemed like they were reloading, and I got them there early in the morning. I went back there to check that spot around 10.30, and... I didn't have much action there, so I started getting a little bit nervous, dude, and I actually steamed, like, two miles and went and checked this other spot where I've seen fish, and they were there, but I couldn't catch them, so I was like, dude, you know, rule number one, you don't leave fish to find fish, you know what I mean? I, so yeah. I slapped myself in the face. I, I'm like, dude, you know what? Go back there and get back after it where you know there's fish, and I got back there around 1230, and I think... Mm, 25 minutes i got a 19 and three quarters so that was like a quick slap to the face like don't be dumb right and then the second day i did the i did the same exact thing it came <laughs> around 10 30 and i started getting antsy and i was like oh man you know i started and i steamed across where i got them some other day at a different time just to spot check it and i took like three casts and i'm like dude Get back to your spot. Get back <laughs> over there. Got back over there, and the bite picked up again right around the same time as day two, so yeah. day one. So I was like, all right, so we got a good pattern going here. We got a morning bite. We got an afternoon bite. and Just day three, I just pounded it, dude. Just no mercy on them things. Yeah. If they were there, they were going to get caught. 
So, you, so, so I imagine you didn't do that much moving on day three. It took two days for you to learn your lesson, but you learned it. Yeah, if you see my graph, dude, it's the thing's just like totally black in this one little <laughs> tiny spot. It's just grid pattern. And yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. I had a couple moments out there, dude. You know, family calming, calming me down. My mom's sitting there saying, oh, that school that was there yesterday is coming back, dude. And, dude, no shit. Like, seven minutes after she says that, dude, I caught one. I'm like, Oh my God! Here, here she goes with her her predictions and everything. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I caught another one, and I I caught three bass and and four casts, which gave me my limit on day two, like mid morning. I was so I was I was pumped. I'm like, just focus, just focus. Well, so what were you? So the the thing that sucked about it, and it's, it's I know a lot of people give KBF and Chad a lot of shit for this, but it's no one's fault. Like it, the, the shit just went the way it went down. But it was it was hard to follow you guys on day three with, with yeah. some of the things that were going on. So I couldn't. I didn't even really know you won until like the next morning because I was like, I'm I'm tired of waiting for this shit. I couldn't find the results. I couldn't find anything. So I'm like, I'll just see what happened. Uh, the, the next day I found out you won. I was excited, but uh, I didn't get to see like how the day progressed really, uh, or wasn't really able to really pay attention to it much. Was uh, was it was it a, a slam fest for everyone? Was were, was it like down to like one fish? Well, I know you won. Like, it was a pretty significant um lead that you had at the end by the end, but. I mean, were you watching and like, oh shit, like Russ Snyder's this play? Like, were you guys battling it out at any point? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, that day three, I started with a, uh, I think it was, I think it was a uh, seven-inch lead on second, and then like eleven-inch lead on third. So I was like, all right, you know, like, I think Jackson, uh, it might have been something different than that, but I knew like Jackson, he was definitely there in striking range. So right. Actually, I went in, I went in with a one-inch lead on day three. That's what it was. I went in right. with a one-inch lead on day three on him, and then a seven-inch lead on I think third, and then it was eleven-inch on anybody after that. So I was like, he's in striking distance. The other dude's close, and. You know, I felt as though if I put up, I seen him, he, Jackson put up a quick limit, like, right off the rip. I was like, oh, my God, here we go, dude. It's going to yeah. smash him all day long, all day long. And it kind of seemed like he he plateaued out. So I was like, all right, hopefully sticks around there. And then I went around with three fish for a while, two fish, three fish. And then I got, like I said, I got those three and four casts in this one little spot. And that got me back up there i think i ended up getting like a uh five inch lead at that point on jackson and uh that was later on in the morning i felt confident at that time as long as nobody was heavy sandbagging but then you see right. somebody gets a 25 and a half and then i see Derek gets 220s i'm like oh my god the uh, big boys are starting to bite and i started getting a little bit nervous and then the results shut down and i'm like even though i had like a four inch lead or something it could go any way dude we're in we're in gunnersville it could go any way and, right and then in the last 18 minutes dude i i hooked a uh 22 and a quarter and yeah. that was like I upgraded like six inches with that, so I'm like, dude, if I don't know what he's got, or if the, I know everybody started getting fish in the afternoons too, so I definitely didn't feel comfortable at right. all, but I knew well, when, I had a good chance. 
what, did you did you know when it was over when the when it was uh, lines out? Did you know you had it in the bag? I felt as though I did, you know, in my own head, and I was I was half celebrating. Like I didn't when I got that twenty two and a quarter, dude. I had like by the time I was all done taking the picks and stuff, it was quarter up, and I just I had a moment out there to be honest with you, dude. I just sat down in the kayak and just sucked it up for the last 15 minutes. I felt pretty confident that he hadn't got that big of a bag. And then for the other dudes, you know, if I had 92 and some, somebody from third or farther back, they had to have 103, 104 inches to get me. So yeah, I did feel confident, but like I said, I definitely didn't feel at ease because we're at fucking Gunnersville, dude. Right, right. It's fucking, it could be, uh, it could be like that is a place where someone could put up a hundred something inches. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Derek was one fish away from, you know, being right there. I was like, I yeah. was sweating him getting another twenty himself because he had a couple of fifteens or a fifteen and a sixteen, and you get a twenty and it's five, four or five inches. So well, well, it sounded like Derek was a lot more confident in you winning than you were because Derek. I saw the text message that Rob showed me. Uh, was like when you show him that fish, he's like, dude. You just won the national championship. Yeah, I'm so dude, fucking, I'm yeah. so fucking proud of you right now. <laughs> oh, dude, when I pulled up to him, dude, I got out of the truck and I was just in like culture shock. The whole, you know, afterwards, I wasn't excited. I I did some screaming and shit out there at the end, you know, at fucking two thirty. But yeah, when I pulled up to him, dude, he was more excited than I was, dude. It, it was pretty awesome. It was a good moment. He was cheering, screaming, you know, hugs going around, all that shit. Yeah, that's so awesome. I mean, that's one thing I love about fishing, you guys. Like, it's, you know, I just met you guys, or I just met you, and also, you know, I'm in the group text, and, like, we're all, like, talking to each other while we're fishing, like, who's caught, catching what, and what you're catching it on, and blah, blah, and everyone's just, like, it's like a, like, when you guys fish together, it is it is a team event. Like, and, like, it's, I know some people might talk shit about that, but it's like, no, these guys, they love the shit out of each other, and they fish together, and they, they share information, and they're out there as a team trying to take home checks to take home you know, you know hardware and like, i think it's i think it's an awesome thing the way you guys for one the relationship you guys all have like i mean it's it's it's, it's pretty that's, that's pretty amazing in itself but the, the way you guys like work together and not against each other and, and you make it you know a team event where it's like it doesn't matter who wins if one of us wins it it's going to be exciting yeah yeah i mean it's dude if somebody's going to beat me i i got no problem with it being Derek brown or rob pagnona anybody else i'm yeah, <laughs> I'm not so happy, but when it comes to the boys, dude, like just to see guys, it doesn't matter if they're coming up to take you out for the tournament, you know, and pass it, but if they're getting on the fish, like Rob started getting on the fish real good on Friday, dude. I mean, you must have seen yeah. the post. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he posted about everything. He posted about everything. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, dude. So, you know, it was like, heck yeah, dude, get it, Rob, get it. And dude was putting up 90 inches on day three to get himself in the money dude i mean yeah he, need, he, need, he, he, he needed a good he needed a good you know he, he, had, a, he had a rough year it was nice to see him oh yeah do dude. something that big you know down yep. the national championship like I, I, was, I was down there dude he killed it he fucking he did awesome so i didn't get to see i had, i'll watch it when it comes out on youtube or whatever but what was the uh the award ceremony like did, like when they said your name what was that like is that like uh I mean, this is our sport. I mean, is that like, uh, you know, any other sport where like they, you're the winner and you're cheering, you want to go to Disney World or some shit like that? I mean, like, what, what was your feeling when they uh, called your name out, said that you you won? 
Oh, it's it's good feeling, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, when he had us up there on the stage, dude, that that dude was that Alex. He's from California. He he was back in like seventh or something like that at the beginning of the day. So when they called us up there on stage, I was like, holy shit, this guy's up here. This this means this dude put up an unbelievable bag right now. So I was like, I went from feeling good. To upside down, dude, when, when, <laughs> when that whole thing went down. So it was it was nerve-wracking for sure. But, yeah, when they call your name to win something like that, it's I've, – I've never experienced that. I've won some good stuff dirt biking, but on the, you know, the amateur level, nothing pro or anything like that. But right. as I've, I've won some races and some championships and shit. So it's yeah. kind of the same whole, whole thing, dude, that – this whole fishing community is exactly like the dirt bike racing community do. A lot of guys are out there to help each other. Everybody has a good time, gets along. I mean, there's that same drama bullshit that follows anything, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just great to be a part of it all. And, you know, to be up there in front of everybody and, and, and you're that dude for once, you know, it's, it's a great feeling. Well, it's, it's like, Someone can only be that dude once every, you know, once a year. There's only that that guy. It only happens once, a guy or gal, whatever you want to say. But it only happens to one person once a year. It, you know, it may never happen again or whatever. But it's still, that's the uh, it's the biggest thing. And, and I don't really care what people's beliefs are on what national championship is is more valid, whatever. Like I mean, it doesn't matter. Everybody wants to win a national championship. I don't give a shit what it is because, uh, you know, I don't know how many thousands of kayak anglers there are, but I know there's thousands of them. And I know thousands of them compete all over the country to try to just make it to the national championship. And they all want to win. And yep. so to be, to be that one person out of however many thousands, I don't know. It could be 20,000. I don't know. I don't know how many people, you know, fish out of kayaks. But, uh, you know, I know they're sold out of kayaks right now. So I know I know it's a lot of people. So, you know, to be that one person, I mean, that's. It's, it's got, at one point, it had to be like really overwhelming because just like I'm that guy right now. Like I, I just, I've done it. Like you know, I did it. Like it's just like holy shit. Yeah, I mean I'm still a little numb, dude. To be honest with you. So I think give me another week and it's gonna be a little bit different. But I'm I'm still a little bit numb, dude. I'm 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 just grateful to you know I got a couple messages from like Matt Ball and Dwayne Tapp and they're they're past champions, dude. And it's yeah. like. They're sending me a message saying, welcome to the club. And it's like, dude, really? You know, welcome to the club. Like, this yeah. is unbelievable shit that these dudes, these anglers that, you know, they got this much experience and, and then that good to, to even have my name up next to this, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm on it, dude. I'm on it. I mean, it's badass because when you think about it, there's only five people on the planet or three or four people on the planet that's actually done it. Right. right. You know what I mean? So, like, so it's – well, how much is it – I mean, like, I mean, granted, this is still new. You know, I know you're probably still exhausted. Um, but I mean, how much do you think this is this has changed your life? I mean, hell, I mean, honestly, besides me knowing who you were and you know your 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 group of people and maybe your uh, you know your new canoe team, but like, I mean, you weren't like a, a household name in the in the kayak fishing community. You know, just like Derek was last year. Like, we didn't know who he was until we knew who the hell he was. You know and I mean, and it's like you. It's like who who's Matthew? Con- I mean, like. Oh, he's a national champion. That's who he is. But before that, it wasn't like you know, it, it's just crazy. Like from like just one day, you're the guy now. Yeah, dude, it's 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 unbelievable. It's it truly is. Like 
I never, I never imagined it working out like this. So, I mean, I was just looking to, you know, compete and stay up in the top 10 or whatever, dude. Just, <laughs> just get rookie of the year. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Rookie of the year. And it, uh, it's just unbelievable. I mean, not, not only did you get rookie of the year, but you're, you're, the cha- you're the best of the year. It's 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 insane. I mean, I mean, granted, angle of the year and all that shit it doesn't matter. Angle of the year, wish you won the national championship. I know that much. Right. Um, so, but I mean, have, have, how much do you think this is going to change for you as far as? I mean, dude, you've been on podcasts, you know, probably every night since you've been home. Yeah. Uh, have people reached out to you? Do you think this is going to change you as far as? Uh, especially looking like finances that go into fishing. Like, what what do you see like in the future for you? Are people reaching out to you? I mean, I got, I mean, I'm, I got picked up. I'm on the new canoe team right now. So, I mean, it's people, people are telling me like, you know, enjoy the ride. So I'm, I'm going to take it day to day and, you know, I just want to keep going out there and keep fishing. I want to keep it fun too, at the same time. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. get wrapped up too bad and all this, you know, but right. it intrigues me to see like somebody can go out there and do this and, maybe make a living you know i never i know i'll never have to i'll have to stop keep working you know i can't quit my job or anything like that i'm right you know maybe somebody like derek that's that consistent dude's always in the money you know what i mean and he can put himself there every given week that's that's what it takes right so until i get to that point you know i'm it changed my life i mean this is a big hit dude financially yeah. so it's trust me it's it's opened the doors to, to more things than just fishing, you know what I mean? So right. I'm, I'm blessed just to have the opportunity and for it to all work out. It's like, it's almost like, it's like hitting the lottery to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, dude. that's what it sounds like. It's a, <laughs> you know? it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not the lottery, but it, it's just, you know, it's, yeah, you play, yeah. you play, so you play it, some numbers and now you got thousands of dollars more than you had yesterday. Right. It, it'll change things. It might make some things easier, but. You know, it's not going to change me. You know, right. I'm still going to go out there and and fish hard and enjoy my time while I'm out there rather than getting wrapped up in all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Expectations yeah. and stuff like that. Once you start worrying about that stuff, I just feel as though it'll, it'll do you harm more than anything. You know what I mean? Get you making bad decisions and stuff like that. So right. I just want to focus on, you know, being happy and and having a good time doing it and i definitely want to compete i'm dude i keep saying it. i'm super competitive whether it's anything dude building walls next to the guy at work you know who's <laughs> gonna get it done faster or you know fishing alongside your buddy even though you aren't even in a tournament it's like deep <laughs> down you know you want the big one you want to slam him, you want to smoke him. so right uh, it's just i think that i'm happy to have that competitive side of me because i think that helps me out that drives me that keeps me fishing hard all day long right well cool man we'll we'll wrap this thing up um what are you what are you looking at for uh now uh going into the season's over for you because you're all you did was uh, kbf this year um what are you looking at now for next season i know you got to do the 10 uh things like that but like is there anything you, you're going to change with like what you want to do as far as you know next year do you want to hit other events are you going to stay with the Say what you guys kind of did with the KBF. Like, what what what, what does Matt want to do next year? Well, I mean, I, I want to focus on KBF, but you know, if it's a time restriction more than anything for yeah. me. You know what I mean, I'm I'm committed to my boss. My boss has taken care of me good for years, and you know, he's taken he's allowed me to take 
a lot of extra time off this year compared to normal. So, you know, I, I still got to stay dedicated on that, but I want to hit as much. If I could, I'd, I'd hit a tournament every weekend, you know what I mean? Whether it's KBF or Hobie. So, I mean, if we can hit the KBF events enough that we can get the points we need and stuff like that, then sweet, and maybe throw in a Hobie event or something like that down the road somewhere, like, we were going to go to the Susquehanna and fish that Hobie event, but it just didn't work out with the quarantine stuff like that. With right, Martin. right. So we had to bail out on that. But, I mean, I got, I have nothing against maybe even going to hit one of those bass tournaments, you know. Right. I would love to. And the, the more tournaments I fish, the better off I am. The experience, it's, you got to build your stuff on experience. So yeah. well, I what can do you use th- all the experience I can get when it comes to these lakes. So now that you've, you know, you've won the big, the big thing, you know, the KBF national championship, is there any, like, what do you do now? What's, what's, what's your goal now? You know, it's like, uh, to win it again, just to keep winning the next tournament. Or do you have like, uh, I mean, what else is there after that? I mean, maybe I guess win angle of the year. <laughs> I, I mean, know, I don't know. Maybe a repeat. Who knows? Yeah. You know? It'd be I the mean, first one to do it twice. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm never going to shoot for, for a lower standard. You know what I mean? So, of course, I just want to go out there and hell yeah, win the next one. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, imagine that, dude. That, dude. That'd be insane. <laughs> that'd be insane. If anyone's so, gonna do it, it's gonna be some asshole from Massachusetts. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like going down there and rubbing it in a little bit. Right. Well, cool, man. I really appreciate you coming to the show. I'll give you some time to thank people that make fishing easier for you, and then we'll wrap this shit up. All right, man. Thanks for having me on there. All right. Uh, is there anyone you want to thank real quick? Uh, I just want to thank all the guys up north cheering me on this whole time, family and friends, you know, for the support. Uh, and Team New Canoe, you know, for producing that, the kayak that makes it happen, you know. It's it's an awesome kayak to be fishing out of. I, I wouldn't fish. I haven't fished out of any other, but I know that there's enough there for me to, to be competitive and and need to do what I need to do out of it, so. That's pretty much about it. Friends, family, New Canoe, Derek, and any other, but anybody that's been out there cheering me on for these last few days at the tournament, you know, it's it's a good feeling to know that you got some people rooting you on back home. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you coming on. I guess I gotta wait till the next time you win the national championship or something like that for you to come back on my show. But uh, yeah, I, I really, yeah, I really do appreciate you coming on. It's good to talk to you again. I haven't really got. Just, you know, had a conversation like this with you since uh, February before COVID happened. So it's good to talk to you again. Hopefully next will be better. We'll, you know, we'll break bread again or something like that. Uh, yeah, man, we'll do it season. again, dude. We'll do it again. I appreciate right. you having me on. All right, bro. Well, enjoy good your win. You. Congrats, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for you guys, all you guys, Thanks, all three dude. of you guys. So uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. All right, man. Take it easy.